Hello, heroes, and welcome to the 69th episode of Campaign. I'm Kat Cool, your host. Before we get started, Patreon backers at the $10 and above level, remember that you can send in as many Dear Minoc letters as you want. Also, $15 and above backers, you'll notice your specialized crits coming into use starting this episode. There's no hard limit on crit submissions either, so send them in as they occur to you. Thanks to everyone who sent us in their stuff so far. Next, James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Adam Navaran Everett, thank, thank you. you. Eric, thank you. Thanks, Eric. Grant McHeron, thank you. No, Ross Protagonist, thank you. No way. Is that a surname? Uh, it's not because we can see it in his Gmail account right next oh. to it, but we're not going to tell people what his last name is. Right, right. What a great... Oh, God, if that's a surname. Somebody have that as a surname. Robin King, thank you. Lee Elliott, thank you. Stephen Flagg Jr., thank you. Thanks, Jr. Josh, Josh Trujillo, thank you. Sean Leslie, thank you. Scott Stefanski, thank you. Stott, Scott Stefanski, thank you. Mm. Chip McFriendly. Are you sure there shouldn't be an extra R Okay, there? Chip McFriendly, thank you. <laughs> Adriano Veroli Piazza, thank you. Thank you. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Captain Trist Valentine, Lintel Laroon, Jane, and Pliff Swalk have emerged from the subterranean tunnels on Flone with three artifacts in tow. Plans for a mysterious set of shields, a strange triangular holocron, and a piece of paper. Which one of these occult objects are the Empire after? And what will they do now that they are face-to-face with their former employer, Talon Card? So you guys are faced with a wall of stormtroopers. They have their blasters at the ready. Jane and Pliff are right next to you guys. You have a slug thrower and this machete thing that you've been using. But otherwise, your weapons are unpowered. You see Talon Card standing next to the professor. It does not look like there is any sort of ill will between them. Talon! It's uh, good to see you and uh, Professor Boring McStunface. It's good to see you as well. Hey, we um, found all the treasure for you. And looks like you boys were pretty busy out here breaking no sweats. That is excellent, Mr. Valentine. If you would not mind giving us the treasures that you recovered. Could I make that sleight of hand? I'm just trying to grab yeah, the paper. because yeah. uh, the... So what? Skullduggery? Skullduggery, I guess. So this is two red and a purple. <sighs> Okay, triumph and a threat, but a failure. I start to go for the paper. Miss Laroon, I believe you should leave your hands out of the bag. Put my hands up. Mm, Thank you. And uh, if the rest of you wouldn't mind putting your hands above your heads. Well, I would, but this piece of metal is so very heavy, I really can't put it above my head. And I could drop it, but it is the resonant metal and it's a bigger piece of the resonant metal than i think that anyone here has seen and as you may know there are a bunch of ugly mean black green and red space worms that if i should accidentally trigger the resonance metal would swarm in on this location now i 
don't want that to happen, as I'm sure you don't want that to happen. So maybe before we make any rash decisions, we have a little bit of a conversation. Talon, it's good to see that you've made a new friend. Yes, Mr. Valentine. We found out that we are looking for different things, and you have found all of the things that we happen to be looking for. So... I thank you for delivering them to us, but do not mistake yourself. Uh, you have no bargaining power in this situation. Even though you may have the resonance medal, the chances of you doing anything with it are very slim. Talon, first of all, never told me the odds. Second of all... I did not state any odds. You said slim. I said chances and slim. Uh, That's odds. Never tell me the chances, maybe? Uh, first of all, whose side are you on? <laughs> Don't need your help here. Look... We'd be happy to hand over the um, resonance technology to you. Uh, that was our agreement. But none of us had an agreement with the Empire. No, which is quite fortunate for me, as I have struck one quite recently. And um, the finer points of that agreement? No, we leave with what we came for, and they leave with what they came for. And you, Mr. Valentine. Sounds like you made a pretty favorable deal, Talon. I must admit I am... Remiss at missing out on the million-dollar bounty on your head, Valentine, but I will be happy with making George Cardoz happy. Sure. But just so you know, before we lay down our arms and we go willingly into capture and everyone splits their equal rewards, do you have any idea what we found inside that temple? I must admit, I do not! Yeah. I would be very happy to hear the story before handing you over to the Empire, though I don't imagine you and your allies would enjoy. Yeah, I mean, a million-dollar bounty, I mean, that's that's going to be way more to collect than anything that we could have found in some thousand-year-old, thousands-of-year-old... Uh, Six-thousand-years-old. Six-thousand, as old as the rings themselves, temple. The advantage of our position, Mr. Valentine, is that we get to collect the whole pot, as it were. I mean... I told you that we should have killed Talon while we had the chance. Hold on. As I say that, I move and wink at you. Hold on. I wink back. Okay. No one's talking about killing Talon and or killing Talon when we had the chance. I mean, nobody should be talking about killing Talon. I don't think it's going to go down that way. Because... So. Talon, the deal that you made, obviously, is that you get your resonance medal, that makes Cardas happy, and the Empire gets their thing. But the Empire hasn't had any communication with their above-ground party. They don't know that we're here. What if I told you that not only you would have the resonance medal for your shields, but you have three, and I'm going to do some sort of deception Yeah, here. please, um, please. Uh, what's the weirdest looking of the artifacts? It's probably that Sith, whatever. Holocron. The holocron. What does it look like? It's a, like a red pyramid. With intricate like glass. on it. I don't know what it is. Do you know what it is? Oh, yeah. Do oh, we think like, I don't know what's in it. I, but... but do we think Talon knows what it is? Do I think that I can bluff him into thinking that it is a weapon? Probably. Cool. Let me do my deception. Let's see if I actually get it. I do. One success and one threat. I'm going to slowly, slowly show you something, Talon. And I like reach into your bag and fish around for the, the Sith holocrum. Now, it's true you can honor your original agreement. You're going to make a lot of money, make Cardas happy. But if there's a chance that you could bring Cardas, one of the rarest, most destructive, I'm slowly taking my hands yeah. out of the bag and have this item in my hand, weapons known to mankind. Don't you think that would be worth a little bit more? If uh. the Empire, who doesn't have a strong bargaining position, wants it anyway, think what we could sell it to them for. Think of what you could sell it to them for when you have the bargaining position. 
at this, the professor like yeah. tries to scoff and steps forward. Mr. Valentine. Ah, I, professor, I raise it above my head. <laughs> <laughs> like Talon bristles a little bit. And like the stormtroopers, because you've yeah. got everyone who doesn't know what that is, yep. is like freaked out. The stormtroopers, all their guns are pointed at you. Uh, you've got it raised above their head. Everybody's at your beck and call except for the professor, who's a little bit emotional and hot under the collar. Mr. Valentine, I don't imagine you understand the importance importance of what you're holding there or would even know how to use it and at that point blaster fire coming from the ceiling and around as talon's men fire as he's given the subtle signal to start firing on the stormtroopers initiative rolls four successes here Uh, one success and four advantages my environmental successes are that they were so busy propelling that bug attack that all the gear and power packs that we left right outside the door are still there so first up is a pc slot I had that thing raised over my head. People started firing, so they're looking at other places. I hold that thing in front of me and speak a command word and start pressing buttons. But I'm not actually pressing buttons. I'm just making it look like I'm pressing yeah. buttons and yelling activate weapon sequence or something to like intimidate these stormtroopers. <laughs> Great. Um, but I'm going to use it as deception for them to think that I'm actually every, doing these things. Every success is going to distract a stormtrooper to the point of not being able to act this round. To spend crits on this, it's going to be two advantages for a crit that will also eliminate a stormtrooper. Okay. We'll see. So it's one success and two advantages. So that's two two, stormtroopers? Two stormtroopers of the 12. So now you're down to 10 stormtroopers. Now an NPC slot goes. I will attack Trist. They miss. Nice. So they've shot at you, and they've caused you to drop that holocron. And there's like a moment of shock as it falls to the ground, and everyone's like... (laughs) And then the blaster fire starts starts up again. (laughs) Another three stormtroopers are going to go after... um, So they go after Lynn. Lynn, do you have armor that would... Yes. They definitely miss, but they also have a triumph. Got it. They try to shoot, and they miss as Lynn goes dodging forward, going for the holocron. But see, uh, but the professor yeah. snatches, the professor it, snatches up. it up, and he grins with the most evil white man <laughs> grin that you've ever seen in your life. Beautiful. And four stormtroopers are going to shoot at Jane. So again, they miss, but get a triumph. So I know what I'll spend that on. They shoot. Jane has to pull Pliff out of the way, too. They've fallen behind a rock, but on top of each other. Next up is a PC slot. I Because I kind of dropped the thing, and I'm like turning back to look at you now. I'm like... We're with Cardas. And you see her like change footing from like about to hit Talon to um like spins and puts her full momentum into double clocking the professor under the chin. He is an old man with no stats. He goes down. Great. You uppercut him. Uh, the holocron goes flipping up in the air and Lynn catches it. Uh, next up is an NPC slot. This is Talon card. He shoots a stormtrooper. Then we have a PC slot. Pliff and Jane. I look at Pliff and Jane. Get to the speeder is all I say to them. So yeah, they get up, they sprint for the speeder on their turn. It rolls back around to a PC slot. Lynn kicks the professor's side, then runs back to the door, quickly shuffles through things and tosses both of Trist's blasters to him. I got my blasters, I just don't have power packs. So then she tosses two power packs up into the air in perfect range. (laughs) Sure. That's, I think, all I can do because that's a short-ranged attack. I'm just putting the rest of the stuff into the backpack. NPC slot goes, uh, three stormtroopers are going to fire on you. It is a crit. And for this crit, we are using one of our listener crits 
from Donald called Wretched Hive, which means not only are you hit by the attack and you suffer the damage from the attack, which I will tell you in short order, but also you have some sort of vermin or creature come and distract you. You're hit on the shoulder, you fall back to the wall, you like check yourself, you're taking 10 damage coming at you. That's a lot of damage. So Mm -hmm. there's like a giant scorch mark on On, my arm. On your shoulder. But it makes you more angry than disabled. So you roll up your sleeve ready to run at those stormtroopers Mm -hmm. and, and give them some punches. And then you realize a massive ugly horrible sand spider (gasps) that is bigger than it is harmful is just on your shoulder haplessly lynn's eyes widen she like jumps straight up into the air and lands scooby-doo style in the arms of the nearest person so you spend a maneuver jumping into trist's arm so the mechanical effect of that crit is that you will be down one maneuver next round next up the other stormtroopers try to shoot at trist Hey, the other stormtroopers do hit Trist. It is the same 10 damage heading at you. No exciting crits. In fact, you get a threat against them. I'm going to run because I'll be dead in one more hit. Is it a PC slot? Yes. So yeah, I have Lynn in my arms as well. I start booking it towards where the kids ran off to, towards the speeder. You get there. They've had a whole round to warm up that speeder. It is ready to go. Well, we jump just like before we kind of jump in the back. I kind of talk. Lynn in as I jump in as well. You guys make your way out through the tunnel. You get close to getting up topside. You have your scanners again. You've put batteries back and everything. <laughs> and you see red dots moving. They match the number of men that Talon Card had. Talon's got to be on comms with them, letting him know that we're escaping. The best bet, I think, is everyone just hunker down and try to blow past them. We need to make it to the ship. If we get on the ship, then we can... Steal the ship? Okay, which... which, which, We're taking the wild card? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. This was always the plan. Oh, uh, we didn't let you know the plan. This was always the plan. Okay, great. I need a pilot planetary. It's a wash with an advantage. Yikes. You slam into some sandbags. The engine starts to fail. It stutters and fails and slows enough to where three of them are able to jump on. Three of them have hopped on board. Trist is like revving, like trying to restart the engines to try to like get it to move again. Jane jumps towards the engine to try and fix them while Pliff stands next to Lynn and he's got his like (laughs) Queensberry fists held up. Oh no. Yeah, okay, so there are three of them. So what's the spread? What we got? Okay, what spread of Talon cards do you have uh-huh. before you? What's mm-hmm. your hand of Talon cards that you've been dealt? We got it. Card jokes? See card what you puns? did? Okay, describe for me the biggest, ugliest dude. So he's like a Nogri, like a 6-4 oh, Nogri who has like mottled gray skin and visible tusks, and he has kind of traditional clothes more than smuggler stuff. The warrior garb of his people. And he's got his fists are wrapped up in leather with like jagged metal sticking out of the knuckle areas. It looks like he is a physical fighter and th- this is his wheelhouse. On the other side, JPC, can you describe for me the least <laughs> physically imposing person of Talon Card's crew apart from Pliff? Yeah, so um, <laughs> this, so Talon Card brought out like all of the stops. Everyone is on planet basically. Right. There was a person who was ostensibly just a cook on his ship. Um, <laughs> 
and he's kind of he's a, he's he's a human, but like he's like nervous and like doesn't like being around people. Oh, yeah. Um, he's very skinny, like dreadfully skinny, but not like he doesn't eat. Just like the guy can't put weight on for the life of him. You know, he tries. He tries. It's just metabolism's too he's hard. He's a chef. No one wants to hire a skinny chef. Yeah, so. he's like he's like thirty two, but he looks like he's nineteen. Yeah. Like he just he can't grow a beard or anything like oh, that. Buddy. Yeah. Oh man! And the third person. The grumpiest person. Yeah, the grumpiest. The grumpiest. So I think it is a girl who looks almost exactly like Jane, just like evil shifted colors. Oh, it's evil Jane. Yeah, evil Jane. Definitely evil Jane with she a has permanent frown, and she has like straight bangs that are very severe. Her name Lynn be takes stock and sees Pliff squared off against the chef. That's a good matchup. And Jane squared off against evil Jane. Jane is actually working on the engine oh, right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let, let Pliff go up against evil Jane, and I'll go up against uh, the chef. This guy started wrapping stuff around his hands so Lynn reaches into her pockets gets out a pair of brass knuckles and squares off against this dude. I'm going to make a... <sighs> um... I'm going to take a pin action. Yes. So we're doing opposed athletics for me to immobilize him. Oof. Ouch! Oh yeah. Four advantages, <laughs> a failure, and a despair. The failure is he moves quicker than you would expect him to. Like yeah. he looks like He looks like he'd be a big slow dude. A slow haymaker thrower, and he is like pulling and pushing punches very, very quickly. And it's all you can do to block against them. Mm-hmm. What about this? This despair? What about this despair? So you pull out these, like, brass knuckles, and you start to engage him in a hand-to-hand fist fight, and it flashes back to his eyes when she squares off against him, flashes back to Hanogar, and he's at, like, a gym, and he's, like, training on, like, uh, heavy bags, and his, he's like, come on, Hanogar. His coach's like, come on, Hanogar. You gotta be fierce. You gotta be fierce. And then that kind of, like, fades out to... I can't do it! I <laughs> can't do it! To another shot of... Uh, he's standing in, like, a crowd. They're raising his hands just down the opponent, like, Hanogar! 22 and 0 Adelaska! 22 and 0 that, that and fa- you can see another <laughs> w- a, a female version of his in the audience waving her scarf that fades away and it fades back to another one and it's like Hanoga they're kicking you out of the league <laughs> the man died Hanoga he died because of one of your punches <laughs> You'll never box again. You'll never box again. You'll never box. And then it fades back into uh, uh, to Hanoga, and you take out those things, and he like jukes you twice, and then squares off against you. You don't know that Hanoga is the greatest, the no, wait, no, greatest. That boxer who had to quit boxing because he killed a man. It's <laughs> beautiful. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> There were like three Rocky movies in the flashback and like kind of million dollar baby. Okay, cool. Uh, It's good. It's good. Pliff is facing off against evil Jane right now. Yeah. Pliff gets to make his move. What are you going to do? Pliff looks back at Trist and goes, Trist, what do I do? She's a a woman. Trist and Jane at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot her. Uh, Pliff uh, puts his uh, blaster up and takes a shot on stun. Let him aim too. Yeah, he'll aim. He'll use his ranged light. He's got two, so it's... Four successes and a threat. It's a good shot. It catches her square in the chest. She crumples and falls off the transport. Jane is still messing with the engine block as the cook now looms over Trist. (laughs) Uh, So, Trist, can I roll a cool check to see if I can act before the cook? Yeah. Okay. 
I succeed. With I have triumph. a threat, and I have a triumph. Uh, okay, so here's what here's what happens. So the cook, like who who has jumped up, he was maybe like thrown on by someone else, <laughs> but he's he jumped up. He has a heavy blaster, yeah. and Trist has turned around to yell at Pliff. He's still like gunning the engine, mm-hmm. and the cook is like aims his blaster at Trist and then squeezes the trigger but the safety is still on the blaster and while he's turning the engine Trist quick draws his blaster and blasts the cook who just kind of like crumples and falls away. Get us running Jane! And we come at the greatest boxer. Okay what do you have to do to avoid getting hit by this guy? No I'm not about not being hit. (laughs) He's about punching. I'm about taking hits. Wow that's a lot of hits. That's a lot of hits. So that's four plus the three. So that's seven coming at you. He has three threats for you to play with. So three threats is fall prone. That's an option in game mechanically. So he squares up, Mm -hmm. gets some good hits in. I severely underestimated how fast he was. And he like double clocked me to the jaw. And that is enough to completely disorient most people. So he took enough time to wind up a huge haymaker. And I have stuff that lets me get rid of black dice from disorient. Mm -hmm. So Lynn had her faculties enough around her to completely dodge to the side. So when he went through with the punch, he overshot. And how does he fall prone? He stumbles, falls forward into the vehicle. And she spins with him to land down on top of him, knees pinned into his chest. Yeah, there we go. Make your attack. Okie doke. I'm doing two weapon fighting. (laughs) Two successes, two advantages, and a triumph. I just landed two knees right into his chest and he's open. So mm-hmm. I just start beating the hell out of his face. You're a bum. You're a loser. Get out of this town. Get off of this planet. You're never going to work here again. Oh, no. She loved him. That's what you never understood. And that's why you lost control of your rage and you killed him. She doesn't want to see your face anymore. The only people who are going to tolerate you are crooks. (laughs) Crooks. <laughs> Seven damage is coming at him twice. <laughs> <laughs> and then it activates a crit. On our Patreon crit list, we are activating Stick Around. A character is caught on something and cannot move for the rest of the combat unless freed by another character. And who do we thank for this? We thank Ryan Pothering. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. So she punches him off the side uh-huh. of the speeder. That's yeah. usually enough for His people. His crazy jagged glove gets caught and we see him like starting to pull himself up to get back into the speeder for round two and then the engine roars to life as Jane has like finished uh, her quick fix of it. Trist, take us home. Two successes and two advantages. The speeder kicks to life and mm-hmm. he pushes it straight through, dodging people in the way and the ship is not angled so we could go straight up to it. So he kind of has to do like spin out and then cut the engines and then gun straight up the ramp and into the ship. Perfect. You go into the cargo bay of the ship. You see the ship you flew down mm-hmm. to the planet. You also see hordes of cards men running towards the ship trying to get in. Immediately, Jane hops off the front of the speeder, runs over to the door, starts closing it. Everybody's running to the cockpit. Yeah, absolutely. He boots up the engines and launches off moving towards moving towards yeah there are we heading back back home well first of all we potentially have some imperials orbiting the planet that we'll have to dodge (laughs) and as soon as you say that a star destroyer comes in from hyperspace it is now in orbit around the planet you get a hail in the cockpit okay 
Now, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the Empire. <laughs> what do you think? Ignore? Voicemail? We should at least know what they want. Perfect. I put him up on the... Uh, uh, before I do that, when um, Triss sits down, he just takes his blaster out and yeah. shoots basically the camera that's making the hologram for him and then answers the call. Wild card. This is Imperial Star Destroyer Eminence. How can we help you, your eminence? Uh, he yes. smirks a big smile at, uh, at Lynn. <laughs> she rolls her eyes and keeps plugging away into the navigational computer. Would you be the group of smugglers that rallied on the planet's surface? Yes, uh, we absolutely would. May I ask why you are airborne? Absolutely, you may. Well, so uh, my name's Talon Card. Uh, I'm the captain of the Wild Card. I agreed initially to work with the professor, but then I, I kind of made this crazy left field move where I killed the professor and then stole all of the goods. And now I'm making my daring escape. As an officer of the Imperial Court, it's your job to put an end to me, Talon Card, one of now the most wanted men in the galaxy, I assume. With that, you hear, like, a lot of yelling in the background of this message. Oh, uh, there was one more thing. The Emperor can suck my flat ringest butt. <laughs> and then I... Uh, <laughs> the call cuts. Uh, I cut the call. You're within range of the tractor beam, so I think you need to make a pilot... To in, avoid the tractor to beam? To avoid the tractor beam. Well, let's do it. We totally make it. I got a, a triumph and two successes. You see ties start to pour out <laughs> of the carrier yeah. port, and the long-range blasters are already firing at you, and Trist breathes a sigh of relief. He's finally in his element, <laughs> uh, and he punches the engine to full. Ties are coming towards him, and he starts like slowly rotating this vacuum cleaner-shaped ship. It's definitely not as agile as the Minoc, a ship that isn't very agile to begin with. There's music playing right now. It is whatever music Trist plays in his head whenever he's in a combat situation like this. Jane and <laughs> Margaritaville. <Pliff>. Yeah. <laughs> Jane and Pliff are screaming at Trist. Lynn is like frantically at the controls. The ship is shuddering. Some of the lights are winking on and off because it's taking blasts from both the capital ship and the ties that were launched after it. And you can see the stars uh, that Trist is going towards uh the tractor beam which i don't think normally have any visual effect in the star wars universe because we are the audience and we're privileged we can see it sort of latches on to the end of the wild card just as trist presses the button to jump to hyperspace and you can see the stars start to stretch out before you the engine shudder a little bit as they're being held back by this tractor beam lynn manages to like plug two things in together the engines kick into overdrive and suddenly hyperspace is in front of you and you have escaped that horrible planet flown and let's cut over to Findar station we quickly got out of there with the hyperdrive and we're bringing the ship we brought the ship back because you had a very small time window so, before they were capable of alerting Findian authorities. So you're fighting a bunch of very yeah. scary wolf dial-up things amidst... Uh, oh, the Findy Groth floats? The Findy oh. Groth floats. Let's roll initiative. Two advantages. 
Two successes. Okay, so with your two advantages, tell me what's going on. All of the Fendi Gras floats are now activated uh-huh. and running. The big creepy Fendian head has gigantic lights shooting out of its eyes. There's a cacophony of carnival noise. And one of the floats has a dunk tank. Oh, of course. Those are my two details. One of the scene. floats has a dunk tank? <laughs> yes. Perfect. Who just leaves in the middle of a mission? I don't know. I told you. She's nuts, okay? Oh my god, you were right, Lenik. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I we... told you I didn't want to get mixed up we... with her. You were right. You, I mean, you did recommend her, but... Yeah, but I didn't want to be there. Okay. I said, I said, I don't want to be there. And what did you do? You made me be there. Yeah. You made... You did this. Okay. You did this. Okay, okay. I will take part of the blame because I felt like we were backed against a corner. Not unlocked now when we are literally backed against a corner. And then we pan slightly out <laughs> and you guys are in the corner of this warehouse being faced down by two of these spider wolf droids and then there's one crawling slowly behind you on the wall i'm gonna be honest with you buddy i don't see us getting out of this without backup we need to call someone okay how about this we call chartreuse she's so reliable okay no you suggested chartreuse before and she left she's gone yeah i don't know where she went yeah me neither she just said i'm taking off screw you guys i can't believe she said that look you don't know her like i know her one of you take an attack oh my God. <laughs> I will attempt to sword the closest one. Failures and an advantage. I take a swing, a big swing right at it. I miss, but I slice into a, a float uh-huh. and it spills oil on the ground yep. right in front of the wolf butt. Its paw hits yeah. it and it starts sliding to the side. I really don't feel like we should call Nemo or Temlin. I feel like that's a bad idea. And can they only... sound really busy anyway. Okay. Um, what about Tristan Lynn? You know, the other people that we know? Okay, okay. Would you like to call Tristan Lynn? Sure. Okay. As soon as I get my hands out of my pockets. At which point, the one that was slowly spinning away from you gains purchase and leaps back towards you. It uh, lands on your chest, toppling you to the ground. Your pants are all oily now. Ugh. It claws paw over paw into your chest. Ugh. Takes six damage, pierce two. Lenick! <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, what do you want? I was shouting your name dramatically because I'm upset about what's happening to you. Oh, you're upset? It's your turn. <laughs> I'm going to shoot that thing on Lenik. Thank you. That is a wash with two advantages. Its TV head swivels to you and uh, manages to like spin with the oils out of the way. What are your advantages? I'm going to give Lenik a blue die on his next thing. And now that I've shot at that missing, he looked up from his gun a little bit and saw barreling towards him like from the next guy. Yeah, so I'm prepared for him. The one that's climbing on the wall, climbing straight down, mm-hmm. completely unbothered by gravity, just lets itself fall down straight onto you and makes a leap attack. Its paws land on your shoulders and claw in, and you have eight Pierce two coming at you. Ooh. And it similarly knocks you down, so like your shoulders are by Lenix's feet. You're knocked prone with this thing on top of you. You have an above shot as the camera slowly spins. Lenix, my boy. Okay, I want to try and just make a stab up at this guy. Cool. A wash and one advantage. I mean, can my advantage be that to dodge it had to get off of me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sword is like in my hand and I bring it up to sort of go in from the back and it rolls off of me away from the sword. Its head is stationary while it rolls and then it gets ready to to leap again. It's its turn, but ah, man, the other one was coming around with it. So you're being flanked and they're both jumping in towards you. 
between the two of them attacking, you're getting six damage coming at you. Again, Pierce? Pierce too. They're like actively engaging you and fighting you, but you're back on your feet sure. dealing with the situation. And back to Hey, uh, do you do you remember Trist's phone number? I can't remember it. Is that sarcastic? You sound really sarcastic right now. No, I just can't remember the number. That's the only <laughs> thing stopping me from calling him. I just can't remember the number. Lena, I can't remember if that's how your voice is like under high pressure situations. Could you please tell me if you're being sarcastic? No, this is what my voice always sounds like. Just yeah. tell me Trist's number and okay, we'll be safe. Not what your voice always sounds like, though. So that's not true. Just would be so mad because he taught you guys a jingle, so you'd never forget <laughs> the number. What is it? One two seven six one four 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 one seven six one eight <laughs> one two three nine six one four 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 six twelve so seventeen. And then input the galaxy code, which changes depending on which galaxy you're in. That's how you call Trist after you dial the local number. How do you do, James? That ran on Tatooine's personal ads forever. Well, I'm actually going to use one of Bactus Ability's true aim. Uh Once per round, I can perform a true aim maneuver, which allows me the benefits of aiming. So I pick up a blue die and to upgrade my combat check <laughs> four successes and two advantages so i'll give one advantage to lenik and i'll take one blue die for my next action in the middle of the tussle it is like trying to bring its claws down on him so that it can immobilize him and then shoot the gas out of its neck so back to positions the gun so that it's aiming at that gas canister and it blows up from like the inside that's 14 damage 14 damage yes it pops is that one still usable hackable (sighs) i could not use one of my advantages you could also flip a light side point and yes that it could still have power of course there you go yeah that's that's how we use those points you say so yeah (laughs) back over to you lenik Oh, hey, are you going to finish that? What, finish the, the, the droid? Oh, yeah. Yeah, are you done with that? I may, am may, done. May yes. I? May I? Yes. Okay, you got this guy? I'll take whatever guy. If you, if you can contact Trist, contact Trist. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Oh, buddy, I really hope you're not upset right now. Oh, no, 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 I'm fine. Is it because your friend ran away? I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm really, really sorry about that. Don't ever say you're sorry. And I get on top of its back and yeah, I pick yeah, yeah. up the head and I just, like, jam my <laughs> hand in. Start ripping out wires to find what I need. Absolutely. Four advantages. I'm about to to get it. Uh-huh. I'm like taking two wires and like flicking them against each other to try and get the whatever. You know, engineering. Yeah, like I'm, hot, I'm trying to hotwire this dog. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as it's about to like go through, I get a call on my com. Bleep 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 bleep. Are you kidding? Oh my god, this better be this better be a bill collector. Lena Gilo. What are you doing answering the phone, Lena Gilo? Oh, sorry. Do you want me to hang up? Cardamon. Just say cardamon. Oh, I'm on speakerphone? You know, you're supposed to tell someone when they're on speakerphone. <laughs> Am I on speakerphone? What's going on what back there? What is going on back there? Are you oh, okay? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. We're just getting attacked by a bunch of robot dogs. <laughs> you sound extremely sarcastic right now. Why does everybody keep saying that? This is how I always sound. This is how he always sounds. Okay. Thank you. So they are in a combat situation? Uh, sounds yeah. like it. I heard blaster fire. Where are you guys? Uh, we're in the parking garage. We're in 
we're in parking garage D. That is literally the least helpful information I've ever heard in my life. And I've given information before. <laughs> we're on the Baja deck! Thank you, the Baja deck. Yeah, by all the Findigraf floats. So you're on Findar Station. Yes. Where are you? Spaceship. Uh, Traveling through space, ever heard of it? Yeah, yeah, I'm well aware of space as a thing. Lynn, when's our ETA? Uh, we're, I mean, we should be arriving any minute, but then we're going to get contacted by the port. Okay, well, we'll just have to talk our way through that. We'll have to talk our way straight through the port contact and get to, would you say, uh... The Baja deck. The Baja deck. D. I don't know that it's D. They've got claws! Okay, Lenik, send us... You're right. I I know that you're just staring at me very sarcastically yeah. for using your name. I get that. I uh, said Lynn just a moment ago. I forgot. There's a lot of confusion. We are I terrible the at this. Code names. Please just send us your exact coordinates. Sure, sure. See you hopefully in five. If we're not dead. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Please tell me they're coming. <laughs> yeah, in a few minutes. Oh my god, we don't have a few minutes. <laughs> oh, we don't? So at the beginning of your guys' turn, but you right now, Bacta, mm-hmm. make me a two difficulty resilience. Three successes. Certainly. Uh, so you're fine. It takes a while to dissipate, and it's clearly doing this to make you slower uh, in time. You know, it's not actively attacking you. So you're fine. But you guys are going to have to continue to save against this unless you move out of the area. Maybe we should just get back on the ship. Then what? Lock the doors and wait. And then what? And then Trist and Lynn come and save us. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. That sounds great. Let's hop on the ship. I really hope you're behind that idea. I am. I'm doing Let's go. It. Let's go. I'm doing it. How how are you scampering? Tell me the cinematics of all of this. So we're running back to the ship. I'm in back. Back to in front, which is confusing, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come on your team. We actually don't have time to get into it right now. And uh, so it, I guess it, it would just lunge at my back. So uh, it does that. Okay. So eight coming at you, soak two. And then it has three. Nope, it only has one. It only has one advantage. So you're running. This thing jumps mm-hmm. at your back, claws into it. But you spin with your sword and manage to cut through one of the paws that was on you. Keep running. We stick with Bacta, who gets to the ship first and clicks the key fob that he has to open it. Mm-hmm. And then realizes that it is the Minox key fob. This thing is... You uh, idiot. <laughs> the door is locked. Ah. Uh- Bleedick, I think I got the wrong keys. Oh, 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 so your idea was a bad idea? No, it's not a bad idea. I just need you to open the door. But the doors on the Minoc unlock. Minoc! <laughs> Minoc! Then inside the cockpit, the alarm says, This is Lena Gila speaking. Please disembark the Minoc. <laughs> This is Lena Gilo speaking. Oh, Please disembark the Minoc. I shoot the door and it opens. <laughs> Did you flip a light side point? I flip a light side point. That's exactly what happens. (laughs) Yeah, the door automatically comes down. You guys run in. uh, And then it's slammed shut with claws. And then we see, see, like, robot wolf-shaped dents hitting the door. Like, boing, 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 boing. Okay. (sighs) I think that bought us some time. So, you want to make some popcorn or something? Why are you not out of breath? What do you... We just ran across that whole room and there were wolves everywhere. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a good runner. You'll you'll hear that in a in a letter at some point, I'm sure. I mentioned it. Okay. Uh, so, so Tristan and Lynn are on the way. We just got to buy some minutes. And we cut over too. I'm assuming we're coming out of hyperspace at some point. Yes, now. Does this look like the right place? Yes, you've been to Findar before. It is Great. luckily the right place. I immediately recognize it as such. And okay, so we need to get to the Baja deck, which means we have to blow through customs. I do not think so we have time for customs. What did I just say? Yeah, but that's, I mean, like, I don't think that we should even... Okay, do, do we just need to we're identify hard... ourselves? No, we're doing a hard blow. We're doing a blow through. What okay, does that mean, though? aren't people going to 
chase the ship. Jane, does this ship have a stealth drive? No, the ship does not have a stealth drive. Okay, well, we can't use a stealth drive. Okay, we're just going to barrel right through then. As long as no one hails us, we'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Bleep, bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh, I'm getting a hail. Okay, put it up. Okay. State your designation. Fendar station. Not destination, designation. State my designation? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That is a normal thing that people say. It's a very normal H- thing. Human? Wait, wait. Oh my goodness. Uh, this is the wild card? Is that something that's This is the wild card. The wild card. We are sending you our credentials now. Okay, great. Oh, wow. Is that the name of the ship a pun or? It is a pun. It's not a very good it, one. It is a very terrible pun. What are you, pun. the pun police? Please, just, just, just fly. Please, just relax. I'm just a pun enthusiast. I can appreciate that enthusiasm. Hey, we have a date at the Baja deck. Um, oh, we're just transporting cargo. That's a shady place to meet someone for a date in a parking garage. <laughs> now that's a good use of a pun. How? <laughs> you used date for a different intent than it normally would be. What is the opposite of killing it? That's Look, all I'm saying is now. if you're meeting someone up there, you better be careful. You don't know what kind of people you can meet on Finder. On what? Finder. You the, live here. The dating app for Findar. P-H-I-N-D-R. I know the dating app, okay? <laughs> you think I don't know the dating app? Well, I don't know. What's please, your name? Hey, please, let's not this fight is, this yeah, person. Let's not... let's not fight this night. So we're going to fly to the Baja deck. All right. Can we get clearance to the Baja deck? Yeah, it looks like everything checks out. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and you be careful out there. I will. Uh, insufferable. <gasps> what is wrong with you? So much. Let's fly. <laughs> Make a piloting check. <laughs> One success and two advantages. Great. Uh, so what are the advantages as you come in? So y- this thing that you see now that you are in the hangar, it's like a mile of, oh, God, it's such a horror show. It's like neon lights and a bunch of parade floats that are active of crustaceans and various... And lizard people. And trombones. And then scattered throughout the thing, there are pinpoints of light that, as you focus, you can see are droids that are vaguely wolf-shaped. And there's also a bunch of ships lined up because it's currently being used as a parking garage. Could I use the advantages to have a better idea of where their location is? Yes. Lenik, there is a another sound of uh, nails on a chalkboard. You, like, spin to turn to the transparent steel on the front of the ship. And as you do, your hand hits a button on the console and all of the lights on the thing pop up. <laughs> hey, they're right there. Cool. So I will land us. There we go. To park. So you are in front a of them, spot. and you yeah, set down. Spot. You land on top of one of the wolves. The camera stays with it, and then the ramp to the ship comes down, knocking it into the ground. Somebody call for an exterminator. No, nope. I don't know why I did that. You're that also bad. yeah. We have to <laughs> we have to walk the entire length of the Hold ship, on. don't we? Yeah, Lynn, put the put the door back up. <laughs> I'm gonna try a different one. Nope. And <laughs> Lynn grabs you by the back whoa, of whoa, the whoa, vest. Come on. Trist, like, buttons his pants back up. Pants? I'm wearing pants. Did you unbuckle your pants to sit in the captain's chair? Yeah. My mm. belt? It's yeah, so okay. uncomfortable. It's okay, j- jabbing into my really abdomen. really unclear on that. Why would that be necessary? I just explained it's jabbing into my abdomen. Okay, Get so we a have smaller some... belt buckle. Yeah, that's yeah, the solution. I feel like it's that easy. You think I bought this belt buckle? It's a giant heart. I feel like it was very intentional. This is, by the way, this is uh, Talon's belt buckle. This is not mine. <laughs> I did not purchase this belt buckle. Are you going through his stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't? 
No, I didn't go through his stuff. Well, then you have no stuff and I have stuff. You turned the corner and uh-huh. there are two of those things coming at you guys down the hall. Of the ship? Yes! Cool. I double quick draw because that's a thing that I do. Yes. And I will shoot these guns. They're not called nice. that. <laughs> Crit. Triumph, two successes, and one advantage. That's a Triss Valentine roll. Uh, yeah, how much damage is coming out of it? Uh, both guns, because I only need one advantage trigger both guns. So it is 11 plus 8. Cool, so you're going to pop both of these. Me and Pliff are like in a heated argument over Belt, and we're like walking down the hallway, and then the wolves start charging down, and I'm like, look, if the belt's so important to you, <laughs> take the belt. And I rip the, I rip the belt off, and then I see the wolves, and so as the belt and like my, my guns are like connected to that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. my guns start to fly off as I rip the belt off, and I grab them from midair and shoot both of them at the wolves, <laughs> and then both of the wolves like drop and then skid to the floor in front of us. Right through the TV screen or something. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, perfect. And uh, you guys keep running without missing a beat, but Pliff's eyes just go huge and yeah. he has to be pulled along. The crew of the wild card gets to the top of the re- the thing. Uh, when we're just running. Yeah, like, <laughs> run, run, run! <laughs> it's not just you. We have to go. We no, have to go no, now. No, no, no. You're not bringing any more of your children on the ship. These okay? are not my children. You need to run now. How do you close the door on this thing? It's back in the control room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a button right here. Uh, <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, uh, Trist hits like the the ramp button, and the ramp starts like hydraulic starts to come back up. There is a brief interlude of everybody grabbing blasters and shooting at these things, trying to claw their way onto the side of it, and then it like. Why did we ever land? Uh, is that Bliff? <laughs> and zoomp, it's closed. Back to Enlinic, slumped down to the ground. <sighs> <sighs> what took you so long? We got here so fast. We we did actually, yeah. Way ahead of schedule. Well, we almost died, so... Mm-hmm. What is attacking us? Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, this is not how a family comes together. You're right. Who are these two people? Get them out of here. You've met, you've met these two people, okay? And trust me, I didn't believe that I had met these two people. It took me a long time to realize it. Remember, you tied us up front to front. Oh, right, 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 right. I thought we were not going back for them. Why are they here? Don't worry about it. <gasps> And you guys don't talk. I have missed you guys so much, okay? I love you guys. Thank you a lot. I love you guys. Once you know that. Well, I really missed you too, Trist. I'm, I'm glad that, you, that you're all right. Yeah, we're fine. We're great. We stole this cool ship. I don't know that I would call us great. No, the Empire might be chasing us. We have... Uh... Well, haven't they been this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I missed! I needed this! My boys! My boys! You don't know how much it's been like me say something cool. And then we got Lynn over here tearing it apart. Then we got Squawk Box and Chatter Cannon over here. Right. The thing is just that we've also severed like all you know ties who. with Cardas at this point. Oh, yeah. We yeah. severed all of his ties. Right. I'd like to sever that bolo tie that that coxswain wears around his chest. This it is, is great. so good to have my boys back. It is so good to have my boys we back. Is somebody it. else going to come attack us right now or is it just these wolf things? Oh, oh there are more people coming for sure. For oh, yeah. sure. We, we have to go now. Okay. But first, tour the ship. No. Okay, but uh, let me show you the cockpit no, at least. We're going, mean, there we're, anyway. going there anyway, okay, so. we're going there anyway. We're going there, so that's fine. This is a very confusing ship. Yeah, just try to order calf. There are no seams. Trust me, you will order calf. It's very possible to do on this ship. Any button does it. All right, strap in. Um, where to? 
uh, if we could just go to another dock on the station, because uh, the Monarch is getting its hyperdrive installed. Okay. And the ship is stolen, so I would rather just leave it somewhere. Yeah, we should probably ditch this. Yes. Yeah. All right. I know the perfect dock to ditch it. Can we torch it? Interesting. No. I would I would prefer not to do that if we could. I feel like you might be less mad. I think that we should probably just leave now because a bunch of Indians are arriving. Uh, Trist takes off, launches the ship into space. And then... <laughs> That's yes. what it, that is what it's called? The ship takes off, does its little hover, starts yeah. to go out. The thing that's currently going out to space is green. The camera like pulls back and we see a bunch of Findians entering. Uh, several of them have heavily armed. All Indiana Jones. Uh, and One or two wearing like police flak vests. One throws a... Sp- <laughs> nope. None of that happens. One does go to change the green shield to red, but you guys pull out of the mm. thing right as it does. There's some kind of vacuum cleaner nope. flying away. <laughs> <laughs> no. End of episode. Now, how about a Dear Minoc letter? Dear Lenik, recently I found out that I have a daughter, and I'm going to have to care for her because her mother is no longer in the picture. Aww. I've also heard that you yourself have a son, and I was wondering if you had any parenting tips that you could share with me, specifically parenting tips for bounty hunters who know nothing about children and don't want to screw things up more than they already have. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Signed, Dad on Deveron. Oh, that's quite sad. It is sad. I mean, first and foremost, I would say you go, you go back and you get that that woman. You know, we unless she's dead. She, well, I think the letter did mention that she died. No, she it says she's not in the picture. Not in the picture. Which means that he messed up and he needs to win her back. Okay, if I said I'm going to take that person out of the picture, what do you think happens to that person? He didn't say someone took her out of the picture. He said it no longer in the picture. Yeah, yeah. Here's that the thing: mean taken out of the picture. No, I feel like that's removed from it the seems picture. Like okay, I... so the the language is very specific. There, you're putting other specific language yeah. onto what this Sometimes- this. But sometimes people, they're allowed to set boundaries. But also, this person did set themselves up as a bounty hunter. So, you know, I think if they could bring them back into the picture, who better than a bounty hunter to do that? What? So if if somebody runs away, a bounty hunter can find them, right? Dude, we're talking about work and we're talking about personal lives. We're talking about blending those two things. Maybe two seconds ago, you were in the, this person is probably dead. I agree, this person is probably dead. And if they're not, boundaries have been set. This person is not in the picture. We are moving on from that reality. But what do you think not in the picture means? You think not in the picture means dead. That's the first, yes, that is what I think. Okay, well, she's first of all, she's not dead. Second of all, obviously, you screwed something up and you need to win her back. And uh, third, I think that the reason why he can't find her mm-hmm. as a bounty hunter is that she was probably a bounty hunter too. Okay, yeah. Do you think maybe Vata thinks not opinion. in the picture means dead because every woman he's ever kissed has died? That's that is it. not that's true. Probably Do you it. think maybe that's why? Can you name a woman that you've kissed that hasn't died? I can name a woman that I've kissed that has not okay, died. Okay, name him, genius. Name the woman. <laughs> Let's talk about child rearing. <laughs> Let's, I want to talk no, no, about no, no, why no, you think that this woman's been murdered. No, I want to talk about... Did you kill this woman? I want to talk about at least one woman that you've kissed that isn't dead. Because I, I like, don't buy it. I feel like I've got nothing to prove. I guarantee got- you give me a name, I get on the holonet right now, I find an obituary <laughs> for that name. I guarantee it. Someone else would have to find the obituary because you wouldn't be able to read it, but... I know I what think, an obituary looks like. I think the, like. Bet, the bet still stands. 
I feel like we're getting distracted. No, you're trying to change the we subject. We continue right, down Dexter, this Let me path. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Me and next girlfriend, we go to a carnival together, okay? okay. We take a picture, right? Mm-hmm. She splits. She splits, Phil. We break up. Okay. I still have that picture. I cut her out of that picture, okay? Take scissors, cut her out of that picture. She's no longer in the picture. Is now, that literally what you think this means? That's a way to say out of the picture. If that girlfriend had left Trist and gotten together with you and you kissed her, She'd then she would be dead. Yes. That's a corpse. Yeah. That's a woman's yeah. corpse. So that is another way to be out of the picture, but a different way. Do you have object permanence issues? <laughs> When you can no longer see a person, do you assume that they don't exist anymore? What does that have to do with this person saying that someone is no longer in the picture? Here's my point. I feel like Bacta killed this woman. (laughs) I feel like he's got very specific knowledge of a very specific crime that happened to this woman that was not in the Dear Minot clutter. I feel like he murdered this woman and then he slipped up and we caught him saying that he did that. Foo-foo Valentine. What? I'm Trist Valentine. Are you kidding me? That's a woman that I've kissed and who's not dead. Or at least I think I kissed her. Oh I'm not God. sure because I definitely slept with her. Oh but I definitely, oh, Criff. I Trist. definitely Criff slept with her. Bit. Trist, when? I'm so sorry that your sister's dead. When did you? First of all, sister's not dead. Second of all, no way this liar. When? Not a single word out of this lying mouth is true. At bike. At bike. Night one of bike. After the bike ball. Well, we did pack a lot into night one of bike. <laughs> I was certainly going no, through was, a time I then. was with my sister night one at bike. She was like, yeah. She gave me a ride back to the station. Like after that? Yeah, she went out to the dance and uh, we, Lenik and I couldn't reconnect after we pulled our hoist. Because and then I, I spent a lovely evening with her and her friends. That's disgusting. I can't imagine it was lovely for anyone but you. <laughs> and then we went back to her ship and I slept with her tryst. You slept with her tryst? <laughs> what does that mean? Is that Alma, her tryst? I left a very Pregnant Paul's in there. Wait, pregnant? <laughs> oh, am I gonna be an God. uncle? Can clones have children? No way. You you sure gotta be sterile. Probably, but she, no, you, way. no, they would stay. They would, she would definitely you guys. be on some sort of medication. No, or something. no, no. Clones are definitely. Oh, it's sterile. her job. Wait a second. Did you They're sleep? not. They're not. Did no. you sleep with my sister without protection? I, you said to, she had to, to be on be some honest, sort of thing. To be honest, I don't quite remember. It's a little bit hazy. Oh my God, Bacta. Oh my ringing God. You're, you're telling me you had unprotected sexual relations with my I sister. I don't know if they were protected or unprotected. I, I, I gotta hit you. I gotta, I gotta. No. Nah, I gotta no, punch you. No, no, I got no, Tris. No, oh, Tris, no, I would no, love no, for you to no. punch me. Oh, I would gonna, love no. for you, you to punch me. see it coming, buddy. You would. <laughs> no. Tris, you can't punch your brother-in-law. You're next on the list. No, I didn't have sex with anyone. Don't do, that not. doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Burn. I feel I feel like we didn't address any questions, and that's on you, buddy. This is the end of the letter. No, answer is this stupid letter. Win her back, and then everything in your family will be fine and happy. Everything in the family is not fine and happy. All of us are raising a child. We're raising two children. Sure. Yes. That is very, very rude to Tamlin. What advice do we have to this person? How many times do I have to say it? True love conquers all. Okay, I'll, here's I'll... some advice that I would give. Sisters are off limits. Leave but people's you, sisters alone. But you have a sister. What? Three yeah. sisters. I'm saying that for it's your off buddies... off to have a sister? No, for your buddies, sleeping with your sisters is off limits. Why? I would, what? Yeah, Why? You don't own your sister. Yeah, that's ridiculous. First yeah. of all, she's got a tattoo that says no one owns Vuvu Valentine in a place that... <laughs> 
Is it, Shut up. Is it in the same Shut place? Shut your mouth. That you're no one owns Trist Valentine tattoo? What's that? Is it in the same place? That- it better not be. I'll tell you that much. It better not be. Is that something that like everyone in your family has? You know what? I'm just hearing about it now. Now I'm really curious. That's really crazy that you guys First both of all, have the same tattoo. First of all, you had so many opportunities, Lynn, to see that tattoo. I'm amazed yeah. that you haven't seen it. I'm Well, I'm not curious about it on Trist. Okay, sure. Nice cover. We all know what's happening here, okay? But would never... Because Lynn's like a sister to me. Burn. A burn, a burn, a burn. Do you guys remember when I got that tattoo? Wait, if Lynn's like a sister to you, does that mean that I can't sleep with Lynn? Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just saying that that's I've the rule that up, you've established. You're barking up the wrong tree. I don't understand the precedence he's trying to set down right now. Wait, wait, wait. just emotionally upset, which I'll have to admit, immaturely, is what I wanted out of this situation. Perfect. Would so Lynn be able to sleep with Bacta, since Bacta is not your sister? Like I'm saying, good luck, but... There's no- I don't think they should. There aren't any rules that he's actually making right now. He's just lashing out. I don't have know that one of those rules would get through Congress. So, first of all, the rules are, don't apply because two of my sisters are way out of any of your leagues. And the okay? other one is dead because she kissed Bacta. To me, yes. <laughs> But also, also, she was obviously sleeping with Bacta just to get at me, which she has done. Sorry, Bacta, sorry to break it to you, countless times before with my male friends. Really? Uh, yeah. So, sorry to break your little, uh, you know, eggshell magical reality that you, uh, uh, you know, had a wonderful time with my sister, but she was thinking about me the whole time, buddy. <laughs> That's you. That's terrible. Yeah. Why do you think I'm upset? This isn't like a cool, chill thing. Can we I talk think the most important thing about bringing up a child, especially if you're a single parent or in a non-traditional parental atmosphere, treats, is having a strong support network of people that you can rely on to not sleep with your sister, even during emotional turmoil. Know that you can trust them to with, with your sister. life. Were you trying to have the most boring answer possible for this poor guy? Yes. What poor guy? What are you guys talking about? The question answering that... a letter. Then read it. <laughs> Criff. It's been read. Then w- then let's finish dinner. Can we right. finish one I think meal? we're going to finish dinner. I hope we helped you out. I know we did. I don't know who you guys are talking to. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. Before I leave you, first... Let me tell you about one of our affiliates. On Roboism, Alex and Savannah discuss robots and feminism, but mostly robots. The Campaign Podcast is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, peace is a lie. There is only passion.